for episode one of, well, no, well, it's not episode one, it's season three. What, what is it? Season, season three? Th- season three of our new venture. Of our new venture. And this is the pilot. It is the pilot. <laughs> Can you fly this thing? Because I <laughs> the can. The pilot episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> is there a doctor on board? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're crashing. Yeah. Um, well, well, Poof. good. So I'm looking forward to this. Because I know and you've been um, very hard, studiously be working hard behind the scenes to get this together, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. I've done so much homework. Uh, because this is going to be the washing up show. The washing up show, yes. It's our new concept of the non-show, which is a show about nothing in particular, but about like something. Like washing up. <laughs> but this t- week one, our gaze has fallen upon washing up. So what what can you tell us about washing up? Well, I could tell you that... Have you done your ha- research, you know, or, or taken a bit of wool off that sheep that you said you would... Well, I looked, I looked up a little bit about it last week, I have to say, and uh, it surprised me to learn that the first first sort of commercial um, washing up liquid was in about 1934 in the States. Oh, and was it yeah. called Fairy? No, it was called something else. I can't remember what it was called now. <laughs> bleach. <laughs> yeah, bleach or something like that. Um, yeah, so there you go. So 100 years of washing up, near enough. And, of course, that predates, you know, that's predated by taking everything down the river, wasn't it? Oh, yes. I have, um, I have a little mysterious washer-upper. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. I, up, I woke up the other night, um, not the other night, the other morning, and the washing-up sponge, you know, the, the, what do you call it, a scour or something? Yeah, yeah, scour, um, I was suppose, on the floor, yeah. chewed. Ooh. Chewed, eh? Blame me. So it turns out the neighbour's cat comes in. Ah, I was going to say, it sounds like cat activity. Either that, you, you drank activity. another a lot of wine the night before. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he threw that out. The, the, the cat threw it. Well, the neighbour's cat, not even mine. I don't have a cat. Oh, oh. But the um, neighbour's cat came in, threw it all over the kitchen, thanks. Yeah. Chewed it up and left. <laughs> Just like that. Just we like that. Didn't even do the mugs and things that we, we left. We had to get another one. Well... Yeah, it's a little bit left to use. <laughs> Do you mean another cat or another washing up sponge? No, an- another washing up scary thing, you know. I'm just reading here, actually. I've done, haven't done my homework, so I'm doing this on the hoof, as mm. you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And apparently, what you, you're talking rubbish, apparently. Um, rubbish? What? No, something new. The, the um, dishwashing liquid was, where was it now? Invented in Germany in World War One. What? What? A difference of opinion already? This doesn't augur well. Like, where, where are you getting that? I got mine on Wiki. You know, that's so font, do I. the font of all knowledge. <laughs> Dishwashing liquid. <laughs> all right, okay. Washing soda. I called it detergent, mind you. Oh, you Washing see. up detergent. It's American word. Oh, here we are again, folks, Googling live. Washing. <laughs> <laughs> the Googling oh. show. <laughs> uh, washing up liquid. Okay. It was used for dishwashing mm. before detergents were invented. Right. Ah, In but, but this is a, pre- ah. Ah, it's a precursor, isn't it? Okay, well, of course, you know, Google's been the font of all interesting things. When was washing up liquid first used in the UK? That should sort of be germane to the issue. You know when it was? Mm-mm. 1960. Boy, that's a bit late, isn't it? It was a bit late. Before, what did we do before then? What did we use things? Like, I vaguely remember my mother talking about things called washing crystals and stuff like a big... Was it washing soda? Was it something like that? I don't yeah, know. washing soda. He doesn't mention washing soda, but here the grammar is a bit weird, so I'm not quite sure what is the truth. It was used for dishwashing before detergents were invented in Germany during World War II. Is oh, it, was it used before... Was know. it used in Germany before World War Two, or before the detergent was invented in Germany? Send them an email. 
very, um, what's the word I want, confusing, like I am, that is. I reckon they didn't know either, and they just put something in it. Yeah, I think so. Because, see, I have a theory about um, washing up liquids. Well, I've got a theory about all detergents. You're about everything, really, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, this is my theory about this. It's the same bloody stuff, no matter what you do. You know, because, and this is probably probably the uh, trichologists. What is, that? is that what the people who look after her is? Are they trichologists? They're probably going to sort of coil away in, in revulsion when I tell them that in the past... And if running a shampoo, I have been known to sort of squirt a bit of hair like a washing up liquid. <laughs> Shiny hair. Instead of shampoo, comes up a tree. <laughs> Lovely job. Still and, got hair. Uh, probably does things to me follicles though, doesn't it? It might just, um, as long as it hasn't got bleach. Do, I do know actually somebody who um, coloured her hair with proper do- bleach, well, domestos. Oh, really? God. Uh, yeah. Um, that can't be good. Um, but it wasn't soft hair. No, because I was pretty, pretty, pretty comb through it all. It all came out in the comb, I would have thought. No, there's a Brillo pad, her head. Oh, right. <laughs> she Brillo could have washed up with that, with that bristly... See, there's, there's another thing, Brillo pads. The amount of pans that have come to grief uh, in this household, courtesy mm. of Brillo pads in the, over yeah. the years, has been a bad idea. And every time now I start... <clears throat> you know, I'm a ranter when I watch TV. And every time, because I watch a lot of cooking programmes... And you see Jamie coming on, oh, bish, bash, bosh, all that, do this, do that, lovely, pucker, pucker, pucker. And then, of course, he proceeds to sort of put metal utensils in his pans because he flogs pans. He's got a range of pans. Oh, don't do that. Since you do that, you're going to scrape the surface and then all your non-stick's going to be gone. New, new, new non-stick. You need new... You see, I try and do as little as I can in the, in the uh, in a pan. I do as much as I can just in the oven. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like oven In a glass cooking. dish. Yeah. Hmm. And then you can use your Brillo pad till your heart's content. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that because my, my mum, my old mum, bless her, <laughs> she, she destroyed every pan that ever came into the house. I remember we bought a Le Creuset. I bought her a Le Creuset one, you know, quite a... a Le Creuset, is it Le Creuset or Le Creuset? I oh, don't, don't know. don't ask me. I don't know. Um, but I uh, bought a really nice one. You know, the same pan these days is about 200 quid. I mean, that stuff is phenomenally expensive. It lasted about three oh. weeks before she knackered it. Mm-hmm. But it was a very th- nice, sunly thing to do, wasn't it? Here, Mum, I bought you a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> they can be used for all sorts of things, frying pan. I love... Well, I've got to report back in the next show because... A friend of mine uh, mm-hmm. said, uh, just casually, after golf, because I play golf, you know, after golf, anybody want a bread maker? Oh, you got it. And I said, well, yeah. He said, well, I'm only throwing it out. So I'm going to use it a couple of times. I went, well, I'll have that. So it's nice sitting in my kitchen. And after this show, I'm off to make a bit of bread. So next week's going to be the bread making show. It could be the bread making. Yes. Oh, I like what you now did. Now we have there. a theme yeah. already. Yeah, theme already. Yeah. So I was going to suggest penciling sharpening or something. But well, no bread. Bread, bread making bread is making's good, isn't it? Yeah. Versatile. We could link, we could link that, and we could maybe phone Prulief and get her to come on. Who? <laughs> Prulief. Mm-hmm. Judge. Great British Bake Off. Diane of British Cookery. I, I've never watched that. Ah, right. That was quite good. I thought you were a bit of a baker. You might like that. I'm a cook well, and a baker. I like both, but I don't. I t- tend to make it and eat it, not watch it. Ah, yeah. Well, I'm, I've, I've, the, amount of time, the amount of time I've wasted watching cooking programmes, uh, you know, would probably run to years. I love cooking, see. Bit of a cook, I am. But you, who does the washing up? Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rule in my house: whoever cooks doesn't have to wash up. Uh, yeah, I'd like to you implement cook that. You wash up. I'd like to implement that here. Fine. Doesn't seem to work. Well, actually, we've got a dishwasher as well. But uh, oh, there's another debate: dishwasher mm. or hand wash? I mean, hand wash up. Well, dishwasher is great for a dinner party. 
you know, after a dinner party and mm. there's chaos and detritus everywhere, throw it all in the dishwasher. But on day-to-day living, you know, it's just as easy to sort of do it as you go, I find. I think it's, it's actually longer to use a dishwasher. It is. And you have half the crockery never in use. You have. And also, of course, then you have the eternal debate. Can women st- uh, stack dishwashers? Ask of any man. We can. Says, we, you do it wrong. You do it wrong. Women do it wrong. Well, if you think we're doing it wrong, <laughs> then you do it, mate. <laughs> well, of course, why you, you have to wash up and cook. Well, you wouldn't do it wrong because I know with your Swiss meticulous attention to detail and organisation. Oh, it's all aligned. It would all exactly, exactly. And you're, you're probably the exception that proves the rule. I suspect. No. Oh, we use a dishwasher in the mountains when we go skiing. There's a yeah. dishwasher there, and it's just a pain in the bum, honestly. It, yeah, it you is. Have to, it's you, know, a you have to rinse puddle. it first, because otherwise it doesn't get clean anyway. So you're rinsing this thing, and you put stuff yeah. in, and then you, in the middle of the night it's still running, yeah, and so you need something, and there's in the dishwasher, and you can't... It's no... Mm-mm. No, it, is, it goes on and on, and then, of course, you have to Energy. let it cool. You have to, of course, you, you turn it on, and you haven't got... Uh, gla- uh, what do you call it? Rinse it in there. So it all, mm. the light comes on, you have to sort of turn it off and pull it out and sort of put it in the rinse aid. And then, of course, you turn it back on again. Then the light comes on again because you've run out of salt this time. You have to um, do the whole bloody thing again. But, it's not, you know, but I had another thought. You talking about dishwashing sort of sent me off on a tangent and I've forgotten what it is now. The hell was it? Something about dishwashing. It was something to do with the performance of the... Uh, Energy? The dish, the, the dishwasher, what was it? Hmm don't know. Ah, but I'll tell you what is nice, though, with a dishwasher. Your glasses. Your glasses come up lovely and glass. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, your glasses come yeah, very satisfying. Mugs, because I've got loads of mugs with yeah. tea rings at the bottom that you just can't get out. But yeah, yeah, the glasses are lovely. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Nice pleasure to drink out of a nice wine glass, freshly shone up for you by your dishwasher. Do you, do you mean I'm quite happy to drink wine out of the bottle if I have to? Yeah, well, I, hear I don't you. care why the glass should give me wine. You sort of reach around behind you. Grab a bottle out of your your, bon- <laughs> your wine bandolero. <laughs> My wine rack. <laughs> bite, bite, the cork, bite the cork. I'm not even use a corkscrew. <laughs> bite the cork off and just start chugging it, chugging it down. Twist top. <laughs> <laughs> chugging it down. It's yeah. my writing place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a floor to ceiling wine rack. Yes, I've, yes, I've, I've seen that on various zooms. Very good. Yes, it's um, in the kitchen, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> For, hand, and, uh, for, for ease of use. Pardon? For ease of use and handiness. Yeah, but it needs to be full all the time. That's the problem because if one bottle is missing, it just looks wrong. Exactly. I'm, so I'm like we've got well. a cupboard with wine bottles as well. <laughs> Should we <laughs> so hear it? not even eat. Yeah, you're saying as, ne- as neurotic as I am because when, when, I, when, we've got a, when we sort of fill the wine rack up and you take a bottle out, you go, no, I've got, I've got to put something in there. That needs to be full up. <laughs> So people say, ah, when you come round for dinner, I see you keep a fine cellar. Uh, you know, instead of... <laughs> Guess have you got? <laughs> oh, they Do all come right here, there. love. They all come here. <laughs> ah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I don't like, I don't like a gap in my uh, wine rack. Definitely not. No, it seems uh, wrong, doesn't it? It's fundamentally wrong. And uh, I tell you what, with these sort of screw-top bottles you're talking about, when mm. you finish, well, you could always have a few empties and just bung them in till you, get, till you go down to Tesco's, wherever you buy your wine or um, whatever your supermarkets are available, uh, and uh, just replace the missing gaps with, you know, especially if they're Empties. red. Especially if they're red, you can't tell if there's anything in there or not. 
Yeah, just put the empties back in. Where the hell is this conversation going? I don't know. <laughs> but we've got we've got so much wine. Not so much wine. Whenever there's an offer on of 25% off, my other yeah. half decides, oh, we need more offer. You know, buy six, get 25% yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. said, but we don't need any wine. We've got a whole cupboard full and the whole wine rack. Yes, but it's 25% off. Yes. It's better than a savings account. But there's a very, something very comforting about having a, you know, a lot of wine in the house. <laughs> Well, if it's going to be an Armageddon, I'll be happy about it. Yeah, that's for sure. Exactly. I'll be drinking all of them. Oh, I'm on my bloody phone again. I forgot to silence that. It's becoming a habit. That's your isn't phone? It? Sounds like you're about to go to a commercial advert. Yeah, that's, well, that's my, uh, that's my news flash. That's BBC News Flash. Well, that's a part of their theme tune, isn't it? Part of their countdown. Oh, yeah, music. it is, isn't it? That's what that is. Um, so, where were we then? So, so washing up. I don't then? know. Well, we were discussing on washing up and, you know, the relative merits of a dishwasher versus doing it by hand. Versus doing it in a river. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point I'd prefer a river soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was good enough for our ancestors. Out. You know, cavemen probably did. Well, probably they didn't. I think the cave people they probably didn't at all, did they? They, they probably, probably didn't have dishes. They probably had dirt and filth leaves. accumulate. You know, just leaves. Yeah. yeah Coconut shells. That's right. They didn't have plates, did they? No. Wood they pieces have, of wood. The pieces of just wood. Burn it. Yeah. I wonder who invented the first plate. <clears throat> they, they probably just sort of tore at it like animals. And then somebody, as you say, probably... No, they would have, because they would probably would have been hunter-gatherers, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, presumably. Yeah, I just don't know. I've forgot human history. I'm just not pound, that interested. No, neither am I. But they probably just would have pounced on it, kind of like a rabid pack. Yeah, and then you... Um, well, that's if you get if they're eating meat. Yeah, well, it's, well, I wonder when they started that, you know. That's a whole other, that's a whole other topic, isn't it? But um, if they were hunter-gatherers, they would have had something yeah. to gather it in. I remember at school, actually, we had this story, a little sort of, um, it was more like a, it was a little apocryphal stories about, you know, how they how they decided, it would be totally um, frowned upon these days, because it was how they, the first cave people um, found out how to, you know, cook meat, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they were sitting around, you know, just sitting around sort of chomping, presumably on uncooked meat, round the, round the, the tribe fire. And some bright spark stuck uh, a piece on a skewer and held it close to the fire. And uh, somebody else knocked up a bernet sauce and off they went. No, apparently <laughs> 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 they, they didn't. I'm only kidding about the bernet sauce. But the other well, bit was, I, I gathered that. I you know, know. You, I thought you did. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, I thought you did. These are the jokes, <laughs> folks. And uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so uh, that was it. You know, bash after that. All that, that sort of was the slow eroding path to Jimmy Oliver and, and, and his elk. Well, of humanity, really, isn't it? Yeah, humanity, yeah. If they hadn't, well, I wonder what humanity would be like if they hadn't found out about fire. Hungry. Well, no, they would have eaten just raw. They would have eaten, yeah, they just would have kept on. You know, but you look at sort of animals, don't you know, they've, haute cuisine doesn't exist for your animals, does it? Oh, it did for my cat. Oh, of course, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, he was the fussy. I Wait, forgot not about fussy, that, yeah. but he knew what was good. Yeah, well, because... Oh. Yeah, because... Uh, did, you, did you sort of serve him his dinner on a little cloche, little silver cloche, and you know, take it up to his bowl and take the cloche off? Not quite, but very similar to yeah, that. <laughs> he was pampered, You're not wasn't far he? off. Pampered. <laughs> He had uh, posh food and all sorts. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've heard other people sort of really giving their cats posh food as well. Definitely. Yeah, I did, at one point I did cook for him at one point because he had some food allergies. 
Yes. Um, so I did cook for him a little for a little while. He had some problems. Well, there's yeah, well, there's stuff on TV at the moment. I think it's either cat food or dog food. I often say, "Ooh, I could have a bowl of that. Looks quite nice." Yeah, <laughs> put, put it put it in a bit of pastry. You know. Yeah, yeah. these other ones which do make me laugh, which you know get right into us about who your dog is or who your cat is and what they like and what they don't and uh, we'll do personal menus for them and send them out in the box have you seen those yeah I had those but I can imagine that the factory there call me a cynic I'm a hard bitten cynic you know it's so you're not right. really a, it's all all you do is you go on their website and you say I'll have beef or chicken or, yeah. or what, you know it's not their own yeah. menu it's just a, whatever um, so it's not so butler service your pet them. doesn't get no. butler service well it does it lives with me but oh, yeah. um but no, it's just yeah, so you choose according to allergies. So I had to kick, click certain things. He was allergic. He was allergic to fish, out of all things. Oh, right, blimey. That's unusual. So, yeah, I used to get asthma attacks because of fish. Yeah. It was really well, quite bad. Well, I've got um, this... <laughs> Go on ahead, sir. And, and some certain fillers in rubbish food used to... Um, some of these um, hairball things, he used to react to those. Oh, yeah. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was... Some, some of the treats... Yes. There some dental things that he, he I gave him once and he ended up in hospital in the oxygen tent afterwards. Bloody hell. He reacted to those. Yeah, is that the, like, those kind of things you see, those cross, they're like cross section? I know they're for dogs, but presumably cats have something similar, don't they? Well, those ones were round ones, and I, I'm not going to say who they were because right. obviously it's a yeah. famous brand, but he, he just took, I think, one or two and he started getting a bit wheezy, and I wasn't sure whether it was that. Mm. And then you give him just little bits, you know, not a whole full bowl of, just mm. a few here and there, and mm. he tried it again, and um, and then he, he just reacted really badly. I knew it was that because I, you know, I sort of played around with it a bit, but. Mm. He really went. Yeah. In, well, he was in hospital for a day in the oxygen tent. Gosh, that put me back a few hundred. Pounds. I, I was going to say, you know, that is that is an expensive uh, an expensive undertaking. There's that guy, the super vet bloke, isn't it? Who's on Noel, somebody yeah. or other, and he kind of looks after the pets of the rich and famous. And I haven't really watched any of his programs, but I've heard him on the radio quite a few times. And um, you know, I, th- I wouldn't. I think the bills using a service like that would be eye watering. Oh, it was. I think that was about a three hundred pound bill Good by the time you had the vet, you know, the nurse care, the nurse for the day, the oxygen yeah. tent, plus the vet consultation and the Blimey medication. Up, about three hundred quid. But yeah. you find it, you know, it's, it's, it's your baby. You find yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, that wasn't the highest bill I've had with him. No, I think the highest was about fifteen hundred. Dick. Um, and he wasn't insured at that point either. It was like, oh, oh. god. But you, yeah. sh- you just find it. Yeah, so I, know. I, 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 listen, I know. I know. Listen, I know. I know people have well, done it. You know, as well. I don't. It becomes like a member of the family, the, the mm. pet, doesn't yeah. it? You know? well, I think we could down this route by talking about these sort of bespoke um, feeds. And I, I, I get this idea, you know, there's some somebody sitting there, you know, chewing gum, pulling it out of their mouth, putting it back in again. Oh, here's another one. Bin six, Joe. <laughs> They've got these great big bins and stuff out the back and just sort of go... You know, there's about three different recipes. For your bespoke, oh, for your kind bespoke of is, yeah. yeah, you know, so, so I think it's a one size fits all, but they sell it as a uh, as an individual thing. But yeah, there's, yeah. there's one on TV. Looks like sort of mints and peas and stuff like that. I thought, gosh, I could eat that. <laughs> Go <laughs> for be- it. It's better than the stuff I put out. Um, <laughs> it's probably cheaper these days as well. But yeah, so so anyway, of course we've once again we've sort of gone down another. Not alleyway. washing up. No, you see, well, that's the theme. You don't want to wash up. You so you don't even talk about it. No, exactly. It's one of those things. It's a hidden secret, isn't it? People people have to do it, but but you don't like to talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> taboo. Do you remember those things? Actually, it's probably pretty now. It's probably date me a little bit. There used to be things. Uh, I remember my aunt Charlotte had one. It was like a sort of a plastic thing, a longish handle. 
with a little circle, two two sponge circles on the end of it for washing up. Oh yeah, and you feel liquid in at the other end. Yeah, that was it. And you sort of, you know, perfectly rubbish, I suppose. But um, yeah, it was one of those. She used to have mm. one of those. I and as a kid, I just like playing with it, <laughs> washing things up. Um, what else? Oh, of course, we, we were going to get Mrs. Gubbins. We're going to get Mrs. Gubbins from the Mrs. books. Gubbins. But she didn't turn up, did she? No. She's probably in another dimension somewhere. Probably. Did I say books? She did, she did make the kit. What did she make? Oh, the kit. We never, that never got resolved in the book, didn't it? No, no, we just because left she her took there. the puzzle piece off the <laughs> Jabadag. What was it? The puzzle of Jabadag or something? Zabadag or something. Zabadag. Like yeah, yeah, she um, did. And then she sent them all through the portal in the other book. You know these books we're talking about? You know you can get them. They're for sale. They're for sale on Amazon. Amazon. Yes. And, uh, the Coister's Guide to Saving It. Yeah. And, that is. and the other one's called? Saving It. The Other World This Time. Exactly. Six ninety nine for the paperback and two ninety nine yeah. for the e-book. Could do a lot worse and get yourself that, you know. It's a good Christmas present. It is a good pres- shop early for Christmas. Exactly. By now, you don't have to worry the entire year. You can concentrate on washing up. I have a friend, actually, who could sort of out... Well, possibly not out-Swiss you, because she's not Swiss. But, you know, she could sort of make you feel, am I really Swiss? Because what she does is she, at the end of Christmas, there's Christmas season, you know, the, the dead time mm. Christmas season, like mm. the first week in January when they've got Christmas goods and, you know, they're flogging them off cheap. She buys them for next year's Christmas presents. <laughs> That's a good idea. So she has a, a, a wardrobe full of stuff, you know, ready, good to go for next year at knockdown prices. It makes a lot of sense, of course. It does, but you could just um, send the presents you get you don't want to Regifting, regifting. It's cheaper, even. Yeah, regifting. Have you ever been regifted? Oh, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. I've definitely been regifted. I'm sure I have. We used to um, do a what, what I've definitely done in the past is send Christmas cards back and say this is the new recycling. I, I use like one of these um, electronic online card things mm. as well to send to people, mm. which are quite handy. I know they're not quite the same, but it's, it's the sentiments the same. <laughs> Kind of is this is the fact that you're sending somebody a sentiment. No, it's not the same. You can't leave it a hanger standing up, but yeah. it's still quite nice. Yes, it is. It's it nice is. sentiment to get. It is absolutely, absolutely. But we're so, sort of stopping to do presents as well because you just. It's really hard because everybody's got everything. Yep, they you know, are. I'd rather put some money in a charity box. Yeah, me, me too. I mean, I think if we if you want to get something, we'd go. Well, we need to get that, so we will get it. You know, pretty much. Mm. Uh, as long as it's not, you know, something hor- horrifically expensive. But day to day stuff, you know, herself would say to me, What do you want, you know, for Christmas? And I go, Do you want something to do with, you know, music or golf or something? And I go, Well, I've, mm. got all, I've got all the stuff I want, really, to be honest. You know, so you just kind of just give me a pair of socks and underpants, that'll do. <laughs> oh, when Malahaf says, What do you want for Christmas? I know he's seen a guitar for himself. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, dear? What musical equipment did you see that you need? <laughs> Think you need? Talking <laughs> <laughs> bloke secrets away. I just know he's like a pedal or something. Well, I'd just like to say, as a guitarist, you can never have enough pedals, you know. Any old high listener. I hope you enjoyed our discourse on uh, washing up. up, and I hope you've learned something. Or not. And next week, Nothing of course, next week, next week you'll be standing by to hear the outcome of my efforts with the bread maker. The bread making show. I've got me yeast and everything. I've got me little tub of yeast. I've got that the other ingredients. I keep on going. Keep on going. You can't make bread out of this. Flour, water, oil, salt, sugar, bit of yeast. Tip it in. Bob's your uncle. 
got my doubts. Well, don't spoil the show now. No, I'm <laughs> Coming next week, yeah. There you have it, a no-show about not washing up. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it wasn't it, about washing up, so... It was all a bright, shiny, sparkly show. Yeah, it was bright. It's, it is now. Look, there it is on the shelf, gleaming. Now it's been washed up. <laughs> right, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going too. Right, <laughs> it so... It isn't getting any better, is it? See you next week for bread, then. <laughs> you bring the jam. <laughs> yeah, and the clotted cream. Oh, we, yes. we can go into the whole scone debate next week. Of scone. Well, there's, two, there's two debates for scones, isn't there? We can go into them next week. How do you pronounce them? And what order do you do your cream tea? Just make it a baking show. Baking no, show. Yeah, baking bread show. is better. You have to be specific to yeah, create bread, interest. Yeah, the bread show. The bread show. Exactly. But we might stray over. We could stray over in the cake, couldn't we? Exactly. In the meantime, we need to say goodbye so I can turn the tape Bye. The tape. Listen to how old I am. So, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. <laughs> 